Hey, Star Wars fans and Rule the Galaxy fans, welcome back to chapter 134 of the Rule the Galaxy podcast. Uh, it is Joe in the pilot seat. If you're watching on YouTube, I am wearing my Heinz Ward signed Gotham football jersey from the Batman movie. I feel like a million bucks. I'm going to put it in a frame, but right now I'm wearing it one time. Um, but again, welcome back to chapter 134. You can always follow us at Rule the Galaxy SW on Twitter. Email us, rulethegalaxysw at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow us on YouTube and uh, Facebook at just Rule the Galaxy. If you want to buy our stuff, you can go to Etsy. You can type in all caps, Rule the Galaxy, no spaces, <clears throat> Rule the Galaxy, all caps, and Etsy. We've got hats, shirts, sweatshirts, the whole bang. We're going to take some of that down to the ICCC in Nashville this weekend. But as we get started on the show, I always like to introduce our great co-host. I'll start with Mr. Nick Shesky, who's got a couple things that happened to him in the last week. Nick, how are you? Man, I'm doing great, Joe. I'm glad to be, you know, sane for a few minutes and to have a few minutes where it's quiet. I'm in the basement of my house right now, and I think this is the quietest it's been in two and a half weeks. Um, my, my wife and I welcomed our second baby boy, uh, Matthew. Congratulations. Shesky, thank you. We call him Mac, Big Mac for short. Uh, and he's a he's a good little boy so far, you know, been pretty good, but I, I'm out of practice, guys, on these, uh, you know, late nights. Our, our first son, Graham, he's almost two. He'll sleep like 10 hours at a time, you know, without without blinking. And You're screwed. Mac, Mac is up. Yeah, and now Mac <laughs> is up every, you know, every yep. three, which is still pretty good, but every three hours, and I'm waking up in the middle of the night going like, we did this. Like, we chose this. Like, this was, <laughs> we made this human. Like, you know, so, but we're good. I'm glad to, Graham and I, my, my oldest son, We've gotten in the habit the last probably man probably week where because Abby's up all night you know feeding, I'll wake up get him up in the morning and we'll come downstairs and he's really into planes right now and can't differentiate that uh, you know spaceships are not planes so we'll watch awesome. Star Wars in the morning and you know he's all in on it so I don't think he gets it but as long as it's upbeat and moving he's all about it. That sounds great. Well, congratulations. As Jim said, Thank congratulations. You. We're so excited. Another member of Rule the Galaxy. Um, we're we're going to, you know what? We just had a late edition. Mr. D-Doc's here. And with him coming on, he's got some news coming up in the near future as well. Uh, not a baby yet, but D-Doc, how you doing? Yes. Uh, baby uh, number three could be coming anytime now. And congratulations to Nick as well. We're very Thanks, excited man. to have a new member. So. Yeah, we'll we'll be having another little member very soon. Who knows when? I mean, it could be in the middle of this podcast. Who knows? <laughs> if you leave in a rush, we'll know why. So, yeah. Um, well, yes, congratulations. I will say this, that, you know, behind the scenes, there's always a lot of hecticness, whether it's me with craziness going on in my family and my life where, oh, my gosh, is this going to happen? D-Doc was planning on flying down. Everything was going good until he got the news that, Mrs. D-Doc could go at any time, and he is now not going to be able to make the event. So, but he's saving back the flight so he can fly, meet us somewhere in the near future, and um, and do a a, a a rule the galaxy meetup after the baby's born. So the flight <laughs> is good for a little over a year. So let's go. I triple C next year <laughs> or whenever <laughs> in between. <laughs> there we go. Or because I go to Pittsburgh all the time. You come west, I go east. We meet up as a little Pittsburgh meetup right there halfway. Can the e but can the Eagles fan really set foot in Pittsburgh? 
They can't uh, if they're is... going to crap all over the town. Uh, it's okay. We kind of are, I don't know. We don't really bother each other. It's a little bit known that the Steelers have a couple more Super Bowls than we do. So we just kind of <laughs> let it slide. All right. All right. And, well, yeah. Honestly, honestly, there's bigger rivals in the NFC East anyway. It was yeah. more just a East, East West Coast thing of Pittsburgh. Yeah, Cowboy, Cowboys fans have more issues. I actually stopped at Acme on the way home today, and there was a guy walking over the Cowboys hat, and a guy started ar- arguing with him. <laughs> but he, a guy literally walks by him and goes, hey, when was your last Super Bowl? Oh, And they start going back and forth. <laughs> Don't even know each other. I'm just like, this is Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah. Philadelphia, the, the city of brotherly love. Um, <laughs> hey, that voice you just heard right there was – the big man, Mr. Brent Dykeman. Brent, welcome back. How yeah, are you? yeah, I'm good. It's been a while. I feel like I haven't been on in a month. Tuesdays are not the greatest. We have a lot going on, and I got a lot of family obligations on Tuesdays. But uh, as I always say, and I haven't said it in a while, it's always good to escape the reality of the real world and talk Star Wars and talk the wars. Well, we're always so. glad to have you. And and uh, you know, I was just telling the guys beforehand. Um, you know, Alfie and I are going to, we're going to bunk up together when we're down at the ICCC. We're giving Brent, because he, he's, he's a little bit bigger and stronger than all of us, we're giving Brent his own, his own sleeping quarters. So uh, not going to make him spoon with anybody while we're down in Nashville. So I'm not going to turn it down. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Nick, before we introduce our special guest. Will you and Alfie do a special show live streaming together oh, in your queen bed? Gosh. <laughs> you know what? That now might have to happen. That yep. might have to happen. Okay. <laughs> oh. They better also sing Rubber Ducky. I'm just. I'm not <laughs> Bert, saying Bert what will and what, what won't happen, you know. So, um, hey, we, we were just blessed to have somebody who's like, we already had Michael Havens, who's crazy full of energy we had him on a few weeks ago and he was talking the i triple c up like i was pumped ready to go right then it was like a rock concert right we were ready to go to the event right after he was on the show we've got another young man tonight on the show who's been helping me a ton prepare for the i triple c uh mr jim orman who who is um i mean he was just telling us all the things he was doing before the show and he's the one who put the cool youtube video together about what's going on the podcast stage if you haven't checked that out go check that out jim welcome to rule the galaxy can't wait to meet up with you this weekend how are you sir i'm doing very well um very excited um i mean it's real it's 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 go time um you know it's it's the 11th hour so uh every we're making all our final preparations and um trying to be fluid with change and just making sure everybody's happy to have a good time um we are looking so forward to it this is going to be our biggest year ever uh our largest attendance ever um and it's just going to be so exciting some of the guests we have this year are just astronomical i mean ian mcdermott anthony daniels ashley Eckstein, you know matt lanter uh james arnold taylor james arnold taylor comes he's come several times and i've talked i've had the privilege of talking to him many times and he is just so wonderful to talk to all the guests that we have are just so wonderful to talk to. Um, and that just makes everything such a great environment. But, you know, what, you know, IC though, you know, from a standpoint of, you know, what you can do at a con, I mean, this year is just going to be through the roof. We're going to have the cool zoo there. Uh, they're going to have alligators dressed like baby Yoda and Loki. 
there's going to be yeah there there's they're going to we're going to have uh uh there's going to have tattoo parlor on site people are going to be getting tattoos on site uh i remember when we first did this in 2018 i watched a guy get a boba fett on his calf uh tattooed and that was super cool um and so we couldn't do that prior because of covid restriction and everything but mm -hmm. all that's eased up now so we we can we've got the freedom to do all the stuff we we wanted to do uh but i mean if you are into dungeons and dragons we have or we have a whole room dedicated to that match at the gathering if you're a video game player you need to be here because you have the ability to win a ps5 if you win the the tournament um you know we have a convention floor that is just massive full of collectibles and new stuff if you're i don't care what you're into man it doesn't have to be star wars if it's star wars marvel dc um you know motu um teenage mutant ninja turtles it doesn't matter whatever it is if you are a collectible of any type you owe it to yourself to be at this convention everything's going to be there plus we've got our stage where we're going to be doing inter live interviews we're going to um and you know live broadcasts all day long all weekend long uh, you get the main stage where we're going to be doing panels all weekend long and then you've got the autograph and photo op sessions and, and i still haven't even gotten most of the way through everything that's going on it's just it is going to be a jam-packed fun weekend super excited brent go ahead your first question so, one quick question because we like to joke around and say that we run this thing on a shoestring budget and it always kind of amazes us that we do have a lot of listeners that listen to what we have to say. Mm -hmm. How do you go about cultivating the podcast people that are going to be on your podcast stage? How did Rule the Galaxy get put into this massive quantity of like really good podcasts? Don't let them know we're not supposed to be there, Brent. Don't. I'm not saying <laughs> we're not supposed to be there. I just want to know how we got. They already you, know. They already how did know. You, how do you stumble Brother, across it goes. Those? It goes. It goes by the order of people who apply and send in the requests. I mean, because you know uh, you have to apply for press badges. You know, every entity gets two press badges, and then from there, you you're sent. You're supposed to be get an email where you can, you're sent to me uh, for the opportunity to book yourself in the room. And if you get in the room, then you get yourself put in that cool motion graphic that I put out, um, and then. Uh, um uh, you're you will be forever immortalized on all the uh ICCC, uh broadcasts that we're going to be putting out that weekend so um but yeah it's just you know as long as you guys if you are uh you know we love bringing in star wars related shows to talk all weekend because we will talk star wars sure. constantly. um but we also like to invite you know other fandoms in and we're trying we're hopefully going to be bringing in uh hopefully next year we'll get some more um some more shows that are related to you know specifically other things um because we want to be diverse we want to we want to spread that out i mean you know we will get if you want to get nerdy about it we will get nerdy at last year's convention we were walking around the room and somebody mentioned the last jedi and talked about the 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 overuse and the overemphasis of fuel in, in that movie and we instantly were like, turn the mics on, go. And then it became this in instantaneous debate over the use of fuel in Star Wars. And that's just that's just what we do. Uh, so. Um, so, yeah. 
I'm so, I'm I'm just so glad. I, I wish Alfie was here tonight. He's a little swamped, but I'm so glad he wasn't here for that comment you just made because he could go on an hour tirade on the oh, fuel usage in, in the easy. last Jedi. Easy. Yeah. I think we went for 45 minutes on that. I mean, it was just <laughs> we were just going back and forth, and everybody had different differing opinions. And then there was one of us that was like super passionate about the fact that it was just total garbage. But you know, okay, each their own. <laughs> to each their own. To so, each their own. So we usually we we like to get some quick snippets. I mean, yeah, we want to talk about the ICCC and all you're doing, but what what got you into this fandom? What got you into doing all the things you do? You've mentioned you you have podcasts, a studio, mm-hmm. YouTube. Tell us tell us where people can follow you, what you do, and what got you going into Star Wars and fandom and all that kind of stuff. Well, uh, going back to the beginning, uh, what got me into Star Wars? So my tie to Star Wars. Um, Return of the Jedi came out in 1983, and that was the very first movie that I got to go watch by myself. Uh, So, and in fact, it was a vivid memory because my mom had something going on that day, and she had an appointment she was going to be at all day long. So she dropped me off at a local theater here in town that was right next to the building she was going to be at, and I watched Return of the Jedi three times. It was the first movie I ever watched by myself, and I was just, I was just like, Oh my God, this is awesome. So, yeah. Uh, So, yeah. So uh, from that point on, I was, I was hooked. So um, that's what, that's what started my love of Star Wars was when the Return of the Jedi, seeing it first film by myself in the theaters. Uh, 2018 was the year that uh, a group of, you know, family and friends and I got together and decided we wanted to start a podcast and, see what we could do. And we called it the Eclectic Collective. And the the uh, the basis of the Eclectic Collective is our eclectic background of entertainment. You know, it's, I mean, so because we talk sports, we talk wrestling, we talk movies, we talk every fandom out there, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, you know, it doesn't matter, you know, what it is. Uh, the Hobbit, whatever uh, you want to talk about, Star Trek. We'll talk any fandom whatsoever. Uh, so, uh, so having that format to talk about just practically anything. Um, and so we started doing doing our podcast thing, and we kept evolving, getting better equipment, making more shows, um, and then we started, you know, diving into video and seeing what we could do there. So. Um, you know, once we, we did some tests, try to figure out what we could, you know, do with the video broadcasting and everything. And after we started getting into the tests, you know, we uh, hit COVID and when COVID hit, everything became remote. So practically everything became a video broadcast at that point. Um, so that allowed us to kind of hone our craft on, on doing our, uh, video broadcasts. And thus, thus you see my background right here that that's a product of covid and me having too much time on my hands um so um but yeah so now um as we move along practically everything we do we do video based and we put it out there on our youtube channel we take the audio from that put it out for our audio podcasts um and in the background we are silently working on um, some TV shows. We've got about five TV show concepts we're working on right now. One of them uh, is uh, in production as we speak. 
And uh, that's going to be premiering on um, hopefully next spring on our YouTube channel and hopefully in some other larger places. Okay. Um, but anyway, uh, if anybody is interested in following along with what we do, uh, you can see right here, it's uh, ecpctv.com. I know what we do sounds like a whole lot of bad alliteration, um, but it, 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 there's a lot of meaning to what we do. So we, we, uh, when we at starting out as the eclectic collective, we've now, uh, we've now, uh, evolved into ECPC TV studios, which is eclectic collective podcast television. That is a mouthful, but it's very awesome. Good name. It, it's, um, a, it's, it's a lot of, a, it's, it sounds like a lot of alliteration. I know, but it, you know, but well, it's got it, meaning to it. It's, and it sparked, it sparked a lot of things in my head in just those few moments, because honestly, while we've done a very good job, I think, in hitting Star Wars over the past 133 episodes, we all have different mm -hmm. passions. I mean, we all, mm -hmm. we all are sports fans on this. We, we all, you know, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, all those kind of things. I mean, heck, mm -hmm. Brent and I could probably do a couple episodes a month just on Australian <laughs> rules football. Australian rules football. Um, but, <laughs> but, um, but I mean, I, I think that would be great if, uh, if you know, rule the galaxy. You know, it doesn't mean we have to rule one galaxy. We should probably bring in uh, little segments here or there of different, different mm -hmm. fandoms and ideas. So, boys, that's a challenge to all of you and to our regular co-hosts who are usually here. Let's start uh, brainstorming some of that because that, that was really good. I, I, I like that idea. So now the next step before I let everybody else jump in, it, what got you connected to Michael that said, hey, I, I want to go be a part of this uh, IEEE. So, tw so 2018, we first launched our podcast. Um, and 2018 was when Mike was getting started. Mm -hmm. And um, so we met. Mike, we've, you know, we had been, uh, all of us had been in the, the local collector world uh, for many, many years. Uh, we are friends with tons of people who own uh, shops, collectible shops, comic book shops around town. Uh, and so if you're in the this Nashville network of collectibles, um, everybody just kind of knows each other. And so through that network is how we met Mike. Um, we were introduced to him by one of our one of the shop owners who uh, is one of the vendors that is usually at uh, Triple C. And um, uh, so uh, he introduced us to, to Mike and this Mike, when he was getting out, was still trying to figure out what this was and trying to figure out what he wanted to do with it, how he wanted to do it. Um, and so uh, we went and talked to him and um, he wanted to bring in a whole bunch of press um, and hopefully they would cover it. And but he wanted some people to actually be at the convention, uh, you know, to um, to keep the coverage going. And you know, just to so that way it wasn't just a typical, you know, walk in, take a few videos. Hi, I'm at the con. Blah blah blah. You know, which is great and all, and it's it's awesome, and we love that. But Mike was looking for some, you know, consistent coverage. And so, you know, Mike and I had some conversations and, uh, you know, here we are. Uh, you know, we uh, he put us in he put me in charge of the the podcast room and let me try to build something in build it into something. And so essentially what I've been wanting to try to use it for is to bring in a bunch of shows um to uh you know promote their show give them you know give them some press passes give them a table uh for the whole convention you know bring stuff bring swag 
you can bring stuff to sell, um, you know, to make it worth, you know, make it worth it, but, you know, promote your show, get your show out there. We want to help people build up their presence, but we want to create a family, a network family of shows. We're not trying to build our own show network like a lot of people do. We're just trying to build a family of shows who support each other. Um, so that way we can connect through social media, uh, stay connected with one another, meet at the convention every year, be friends, have shows offline that, you know, throughout the year that are not necessarily convention create uh, related, uh, help each other create contents. And whenever we see each other post stuff out there, we, you know, like it, share it, help each other out and that type of thing. And so it's about building for us. It's about building community between our shows. We don't want to, we don't want to, you know, there is in this world, a lot of competition, mm -hmm. um, unfortunately, and a lot of in some ego and, uh, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to build up something that's supportive of all the other shows to help support each other, help build each other up. Cause you know, it's kind of the rising tide thing. We, when the, the tide rises, we all win. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Hey, I've, uh, as I usually do, monopolized. Nick, D-Doc, Brent, any more questions, anything you guys want to bring up to Jim that he probably hasn't hit already, or, or are we just ready to talk a little Star Wars as well? Whatever. Go ahead, Brent. So as a first-time podcaster into the podcast room, what could one expect to see like what kind of setup could are we walking into what kind of setup are the fans and spectators going to be watching like what's it look can you describe a little bit of what it what it looks like and what it'll so be like our, for us yeah so our room is fairly simple standard convention setup there's a stage when you first walk in the front of the room there's a primary stage you'll see we'll have a table microphones cameras, everything set up on the stage. We have a banner for our show that's in behind the stage. Um, and so, and my equipment, my production equipment will be off to the side. Um, I do everything with very minimalistic equipment, very low profile stuff. Um, and, um, but everything, I, everything that I use will be able to broadcast uh, video and audio out to, we're going to be we are going to be broadcasting directly to the, the ICCC Facebook page and to our YouTube channel as well. Uh, we do it that way because the main stage at ICCC will be uh, broadcasting directly to their YouTube channel directly. Um, so we'll be going out directly to the ICCC Facebook, Facebook page and to, their, uh, and to our YouTube channel. We have the ability to... Um, you know, if, if anybody wanted to come in to my, my broadcast software, sign in to your, to, you know, to your uh, Facebook or to your YouTube, you're welcome to do so. Um, and then we can take it off afterwards. I know some people are not comfortable with that. So, but we do have, we will have um, thumb drives for everybody um, after the broadcast is over with. I will be giving you a copy of your video and your audio to take with you on a thumb drive. So you can repurpose it however you wish. Um, now, as far as your setup goes, it is very basic. It's just a six foot table and two chairs and you are free to do with that space what you wish. Um, there are no covers. People usually bring their own covers, their own dressings, their own backdrops, their own, you know, with, with uh, their own um, um, banner hangers and all that good stuff. We don't have anything on the walls or anything to hang stuff from. So if you want to hang stuff, you have to bring something to hang it on. Okay. Uh, but it's, it's, it's pretty simple. 
In the center of the room, you will be expect to see chairs for uh, audience. Uh, there will be times of the day that some of the special guest interviews will bring a fairly sizable audience. Last year, we had four or five guests that packed the room. Um, so um, it's uh, very, it's not uncommon. Some you know some of them are not so. Uh, it, it depends on. We're still trying to you know work out the the, the co scheduling of the main stage and the podcast stage and. Sometimes if there might be uh, somebody else on the other main stage going on, who, you know, that they want to see more. Um, but we're trying, we're still trying to work out all those things, but um, you can expect that there will be people in and out of the room all day long. Uh, Sunday, there will be a point Sunday afternoon where we will be uh, locking down the room uh, because we will be scheduling uh, the uh, some of the main primary big guests, and those will be closed door sessions. You guys are all the shows that are in the room that have a presence in the room will be allowed to be in the room for those closed door sessions. Uh, and we will only be we will be giving out a very minimal amount of tickets uh, for attendees to be in those special recording sessions. Uh, but uh, because of security issues, we the those particular sessions will be locked down. And closed door. Gotcha. That's that's good. Go, Nick. Jim, I might have missed it. I've I've been you know creeping the I Triple C's website for the last couple of days, just getting excited. That thing you're talking about on Sunday, have they released who that's going to be on that day? The special guest? No, we we haven't yet because uh, we're having to be fluid in the last minutes with uh, negotiating of the negotiations of those schedules. So we're having to be fluid with those. Uh, we're hoping to have that pushed out tomorrow. Um, and it, all that stuff will be updated through the ICCC app. Um, so, yeah, you can, you can go to the go to uh, Apple Store, get the, the uh, iOS app, get the um, Android version. Uh, both of those apps will have both the main stage and the podcast stage schedule. Uh, it, will all, it will also have all the... Uh, necessary information you may need for the convention, the hours of the convention, uh, all the special guests, all that good stuff. I will say if you download and look at the app right now, the schedules are are not, they're being updated, they're being changed currently. Uh, so uh, we're hopefully to have the new, the new schedules out tomorrow morning. Gotcha. So. All good. DDoc. See, now, just listening to this, my buddy was actually just in a convention in Philadelphia over the weekend, and he was talking about kind of how everything was jumbled up, and you couldn't meet, uh, I know Fennec Shand and Carl Weathers were there, and I know that we had just talked about it on the last podcast, <clears throat> where it's, uh, Michael was saying, um, you know, they try not to have that happen here. And I mean, I just love hearing the passion that you guys have for planning this thing. I mean, it, it just gets me yeah. jacked up. I'm kind of ready to miss the birth of my third child to go. To <laughs> <laughs> I mean, man, guys, it's, there's, a little bit there's, there's truly, there's truly no words I can use from the English language that will tell you how fun and exciting and electric this convention is. It is different. When you come to this convention, it is different. And that's why Mike refers to it as the future of conventions, because it truly, truly is the future of conventions. It is something special. Um, one thing I would like to throw out there real quick uh, for any of your listeners, if anybody, I don't know when this is going to be consumed, but if this gets consumed and listened to prior to IC, yep, it'll be out there on right. Wednesday. Yep. 
All right. So anybody listening to this, if you want to go, if you haven't, if you're going to be in Nashville, if you want to come to Nashville and visit this convention, if you go to icnashville.com right now and book your tickets, if you use the code ECPCTV10, we'll get you 10% off right now. ECPCTV10. 10. Mm -hmm. I'm putting that together right now. That'll give you. That's going to get you ten percent off if you want to buy VIP. We have a we have a few. We got a handful of VIP access left. Uh, general admission and online uh, convention exclusives that can be purchased online right now. It'll get you ten percent off all of that. You got it. You got it. This is um, look. We're we we talked. Whoa, hello there. I just went away. There we go. Where'd I go? You guys there? Yeah, yeah, we're here, John. My my screen just keep rolling. Is, I'm gonna keep going because I can't <laughs> see you. My screen just went away while we're talking, so that's fun. Um, you know, we were talking to Michael, and I'm thinking, oh, this isn't gonna get better. He's he's already ramped it up enough, and and now here you are taking it to the next level with all this. So while I keep looking for my screen, you guys keep talking, and I'll be right back with you. <laughs> Jim, I've got a question for you. I, I'm curious. Yeah, I, one of the things that excites me about this most is you were talking about the different fan bases that show up for Mm -hmm. this clearly from just the guests that you guys are bringing in, it would appear that this is a, you know, predominantly star Wars Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Is there a second largest fan base that shows up for something like this? Well, um, not necessarily. Uh, I would say that star Wars is predominantly heavy and I would say practically everything else is usually, pretty even keel. Um, you know, you'll see, I mean, it's from, from the cosplays. We have a cosplay contest and a cosplay stage. Um, and you know, from those cosplayers, it's all across the board. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's anime, it's, um, Marvel, DC, um, you know, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, it's everything. Star Trek. Um, you know, there's a couple of, uh, a uh, couple of, uh, fr- there's a show that, um, that uh, we're friends with called star pod log, which is all star Trek based. They always show up. You typically in star Trek gear. So uh, I would say practically everything else is pretty even, Um, but you will notice a very heavy star Wars. (laughs) Anybody got anything now that I'm back and can see you all, I didn't want to just jump right back in there. So um so yeah so let, just you know so i can go back and I, I know we talked about this last time so everybody's listening we already know the ecpc tv 10 to go mm-hmm. and look into those discounts and those tickets um so again this will go up wednesday doesn't start till friday so we got time there um it's going on at the sheridan music city hotel and convention center correct that's correct all right so people check that out friday is vip only it's from noon until six on friday only just VIP. Saturday is 10 to 6, but you can get in an hour earlier if you're a VIP. Sunday is 11 to 6. Again, you can get in an hour early if you're a VIP. Did I hit all that right, Jim? You did. You got it right. Rock and roll. So that that is that is the game plan. That's kind of how it's going. Hey, just so and we can talk about this more offline, but just to make me feel more comfortable, I, you and I have been talking. We're going to come in Friday morning, get there before so we can be every, everything ready and set. Mm-hmm. Obviously, reach out to you, make sure you know we're there, go to Will Call, mm-hmm. get our stuff, all that. But how easy for us to bring in the the swag and the banners and things like that? How easy is that going to be Friday morning? Super easy. Okay. 
super yeah. easy. I mean, there's going to be a, a bunch of hustle and bustle. No uh, I will, and I will be, you know, I'll make sure you will have to have your badges on your press badges on, uh, or whatever badges that you're going to have, whatever yeah. badges you, you get, you make sure you have those on. I will, when you let me know that you have your badges after you get there, I will okay. clear you with security and it's super easy to roll right in. It's not a long trek. You don't have to go up any stairs or anything. Uh, so yeah, really easy to roll right in, get right to the room and set right up. Awesome. Good, good. Just, just, you know, we were thinking about it and all the, uh, all the logistics to go along with it to make sure that we make the booth look somewhat professional, you know, want people to come mm -hmm. by and see us. And so we want to do it upright. So, so yeah, so that'll be good. Um, you know, we usually ask people and uh, a couple different questions. One, something we ask everybody favorite movie out of the star Wars universe. I'm guessing you're going to say return of the Jedi, but it could be something different. Actually. No, no. Surprising. Surprisingly empire. Empire Strikes back. Um, okay. You know, I'm an I'm I'm I'm, a, I'm old school, so you know. After after consuming every Star Wars movie out there, Empire is my favorite. Gotcha. Next one, I'll ask before we go to Brent for his for his favorite question. Favorite character? What favorite character do you have in the Star Wars universe? I believe it always comes back to Yoda. Um, you know, it's uh, I think he. It's just if you get into a lot of the, especially if you get into a lot of the books and read about him um it's uh and some of the comics too um it's just he's just a fascinating character to to live 900 years and to have that wealth of knowledge of the force um is just crazy and um some of the things some of the arguments that i have surrounding yoda are you know even though in the the movie canon they don't really touch on it uh, very much I think there's some Easter eggs that lead to it. I believe Yoda has a huge wealth of knowledge of the dark side of the force. And I, I you know, it, that's the reason why I believe that he, he has the ability to fight, you know, powerful, uh, powerful Sith. Um, and uh, I don't know. He's just, it's just one that's just fascinated me so much over the years. Um, so I, I'd have to go with Yoda. Interesting because plus, in the, plus, in the, plus, 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 plus two, man. I mean, come on. You know, when you go back to the prequel, the prequel trilogy and you get to see him in his lightsaber skills. I mean, come on, dude. I mean, that's <laughs> well, and you hit on yeah. something. I, I think um, in the Clone Wars episodes where he faced off against uh, Darth Bane, I think, which mm -hmm. he was able to go against him. And then also in. Um, Oh goodness! Well, him being next to the cave on Dagobah, where so much yeah. darkness was, that he was able to sit right there by that, like that. So, Brent, yeah. go ahead. And you forgot about who he was dueling in Attack of the Clones, which has the best love story of all time. This is love, Brent. <laughs> this is what love is. He was he was fighting our friend Count Dooku, which brings me to the question that I ask everyone. Mm -hmm. This is because I was a fan and I stood up for my fan, my man, Dooku and all of the Molineros, because all of these family, all of them were hating on him, called him stumpy because he got his arms cut off, got his head cut off. And then they said, who would want the lightsaber hilt of Count Dooku? And who thinks that that's cool? And I stood that's up a, for That it. is a cool hilt, man. That is That bent hilt is super cool, man. So, so this is where the question comes in. I just kind of give you the background. Is there a lightsaber hilt other than the Dooku one? If it is Dooku, it's Dooku. 
that you are drawn to or you think is the coolest lightsaber hilt of the universe? So I think it's the nostalgia of Luke's original, the one that he got handed down first. I think that's the that's the hilt that's my favorite. And it's purely, purely nostalgia based. Uh because it, it's such a basic looking hilt, but mm -hmm. Every time I see it, man, I get goosebumps when I see it because I go back to when Obi Wan handed it to him the first time. Mm -hmm. um, so and I so, but man, there's so many. The Emperor's hilt is just freaking cool. Um, but um, but the, you know, Darth Maul. Darth Maul's got a really cool one. Um, and I'll and I'll tell you honestly, even though we we you only see it in the movies for like a hot second, I actually liked. I really like Ray's saber in the concept of Ray's saber at the very end, the, the yellow one? saber. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. That she, that she, that she built, she made it herself to hone her Jedi skills from junk that she had created and, you know, or that she had col you know, collected, you know, yeah. over the years. Um, I did in the way that she turned it on and everything, man, I just, I think that's super cool. I, I like the hilts that have some kind of the personality of the person. So See, that, that's, like, that's what I like. So, so there's two things I'll go to. There was the clone war that I think they were trying to use as a pilot for the younglings, mm -hmm. which they were all mm -hmm. going into Ilium and trying to build that. They had a Wookiee Jedi and he had his tree bark that was all kind of, it was made from trees and like they all had something that was made personal to them. And I'll mm -hmm. say another one that a lot of people don't like is rebel season one ezra bridger's gun saber like the one that shot the little like stun yeah guns. i was a, there are other people that i've heard that like because it's not a lightsaber it's not the traditional lightsaber but it fits his personality and who he was hmm. and that's what yeah. i like about it so those are the things yeah. It. it was all just because they're yeah. making fun of Stumpy and Count Dooku. <laughs> now, now we're all becoming more and more Dooku fans as it goes on. So, oh, I I love his saber. That hilt is super cool. But you know what? Uh, and go ahead, Brent. I was going to say Ventress kind of has the same kind of thing too. With uh, there's a little bit of a curve to it, like, and it's a, uh, and like he just has this like old school fencing. Dooku just mm -hmm. has this like air about him that he's like he is. He, why wouldn't it have this like curve and he, elegance to it? He does have that that elegant style to his his fencing skills. So yeah. Well, I you, mean Hasbro makes a damn good replica of his lightsaber. I mean, I've <laughs> seen them and they look great. I mean, I would buy that thing. It, that would really probably, if I was sitting there, it I would highly consider buying it just because it looks great. That what they did yeah. with theirs. How the times have changed, I tell you. <laughs> Two years ago, we wouldn't have said that. Hey, you guys hit on great topics that made me think of just, there's not a lot of stories out there right now, not big stories. As, as we talked about with Celebration coming up and, and Disney and Lucasfilm wanting to hold back all the big news until then. But you guys brought up Clone Wars and Rebels. And what a better segue than to say Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor we're watch rewatching the Clone Wars and Rebels to prepare for the Kenobi series. How cool yeah. is that? I mean, how we've watched them. Think about those guys doing it, Nick. They're just like us. They're just like us, <laughs> except instead of consuming them, you know, for great periods of time, 
they said, oh, crap, we got to make this TV show. We better be up to date on what what's actually happened to our characters since then. But I saw that same thing. I thought that was so cool. And it also made me go, man, the things I would do to sit with Ewan McGregor mm. and watch a couple episodes of The Clone Wars just for him to go, you know what? I think I would have voiced that differently. You know, that would be super cool to me. <laughs> you know what really, it really, really gave me chills when I watched the trailer for the show. Number one was they used dual face, which to me signifies we're going to see another duel. We're going to see another showdown. But man, they're bringing in the Grand Inquisitor. I mean, dude, you want to talk about a B.A. Sith, dude. Wow. If you don't know anything about him, go read up on him because holy cow, I am so stoked for him because we're get we're gonna start in some of this, some of these TV shows, we're gonna start to see a new level of Sith power. I mean, and just, the characters are just phenomenal. And Whatever. I think they have the right guy to play the Inquisitor oh, too. Yeah. When I found out that that's who it was, uh Rupert, is it friend or friend? I'm not exactly how to say it. Dude was mm-hmm. on Homeland and plays kind of a assassin and a bad mamma jamma. I was just watching mm-hmm. him and this I was just watching him as an actor in, in in Anatomy of a Scandal, where he basically was a manipulative politician in England. Like the dude's got acting chops, the dude's solid. Um, and I'm looking forward to him being the Inquisitor to see what he can do with that role. Go ahead, yep. Nick. Equally exciting too. You talked about seeing the Inquisitor with that. The Inquisitor Fortress that we see in that trailer, which was yeah. so freaking awesome in Fallen yes. Order when you're like running through there and you're, and you're <laughs> taking on that underwater. I'm so, even the concept art we got of that, like you're mm-hmm. right, that whole, I, I naturally, it sounds weird. I, I, I lean more towards like more interest in the Sith and what they do. So I'm, yeah, I hope you're right that that's where we're going and what we're looking at. Yes. So, I love it. You guys are setting me up for segues left and right. So just keep bringing it. Um, <laughs> you brought up, you brought up the duel of the fates. You brought up the mm-hmm. battle. And I've mm-hmm. been reading a lot, you know, the little snippets here, there. What is our belief? Is the Kenobi Vader battle going to be real or is it going to be a dream? Is it going no, to be something visioning? No, I think it's, I think they're going to, man, I mean, look how many years there was between Revenge of the Sith and episode four i mean there they had they had to come across each other at least once at least once come on and and i was just reading an article today where people you know obviously there's some you know i guess small portion of fandom where they're just like you know this is going to ruin you know what happens in a new hope but it's like Technically, George left it open when Vader said, I haven't felt this since, and he leaves it there. He could be talking about the battle in this show. I mean, I have no problem with it. You think we're going to get freaking Ewan McGregor and Darth Vader in the same show and they're not going to fight each other, man? They got to fight each other. And I mean, could it be a real fight? I hope it's a real fight. I mean, I hope it's not in the... the um, I, I forget the name of it. I'll call it Dreamland or Oh, whatever, World Between you know, Worlds. World between worlds, oh, but um, <laughs> look at Brent's face. <laughs> well, <laughs> disgusted. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm, oh, good. Go ahead, go ahead, Nick. No, I, I don't think we're lucky enough. I, I say this just to like maybe we're painting expectations. I think when I look at so that interview they just did with Ewan McGregor, where he talks about the first time that he saw Darth Vader coming towards him, and it's mm-hmm. like 
he said like it was legitimate terror like i didn't have to do that in the prequels and vader's coming at me i'm hoping that they had the camera on him showing that like when that happened because that would make one of the coolest dream sequences like uh mm-hmm. vision in the force in some capacity where like it's not actually happening it's like um it's like in uh Rise of Skywalker, when Ray sees Sith Ray and the double mm-hmm. lightsaber swings open and the, there's the pointed teeth. I think, I hope we get to see it, but I think it's going to be something like that. I, so, I do, I do I, have a theory about when he's going to see him the first time from the trailers. I'm sorry I cut you off there, Brent, mm-hmm. but I just feel, I feel like they keep showing this planet. I mean, they just released that picture again this week of him with the hood on, on that planet in the preview, they showed the inquisitor asking where, where he is. I feel like that is going to be the first time in the show that Obi-Wan sees Vader. I think Vader is going to be on that planet at one point, And I think Kenobi is going to see him and be like, Oh my God, I think he's going to feel it and see it and be like, what has happened to him? I don't know. That's my random thought go brent you 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 said the one thing that i i i love the rebels but i really don't like the plot device that is the world between worlds and how much people hold on to that and talk about (laughs) changing this and changing that and going back in time and time travel and the world between worlds i hope is so in the past and not going to be brought back. But I know there are a lot of people that like the Ahsoka. I think the if you look at the 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 Ahsoka show that they're making, the graphics for the Ahsoka show has some of the world between worlds mm-hmm. imagery in it. If it's in the Ahsoka, I'm okay with it. But I don't want you to. <laughs> yeah, I'm not oh, a huge fan of the world between worlds. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they'll dive too much into. It. I think because I think I think the Ahsoka is going to be more or less uh, her and Grand Admiral Thrawn. Uh, right. I think I think that's going to be the primary. Which come on, we're going to and speaking of Grand Admiral Thrawn, we're going to be talking to Timothy Zahn at the mm. con. I mean, so he, he's, I mean, he, he's a great guy. I've interacted with him some online. Just mm-hmm. great to interact with. He's he's a very good gentleman. Oh, he's that's awesome in person. Line. Go ahead. Through snail mail. Oh, mm-hmm. well, yeah. In the past, it, uh, my quick story. Yes, when I read *Air to the Empire*, I wrote him a letter. Letter wrote it, mm-hmm. and he mailed it, and he responded with a letter, handwritten back to me, and we moved houses. And my dad threw it away. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so my only hope is to walk up, and I've told him this in online. I've told him. And he was like, if I get a chance to meet you, great. Remind me of that story. Because I, all I want him to do is say, thank you, Timothy Zahn. Boom. And 20, 2018, 2018, C, the first one, um, I found a first issue Black Series Grand Emerald Thrawn, and I got Timothy Zahn to sign it, and I got it graded. I'm not even going to ask how much it's worth right now, because I... I mean, I haven't even I haven't even <laughs> looked it up. I don't care. It's staying in my collection for eternity. <laughs> Understood. Yeah. Understood. Um, you know, D Duck on the show here is a big Lego fan. I can't remember. Uh, Nick, are you a big Lego guy as well? Or yeah, I like Lego. 
well, not just the game, but the Legos themselves. But yes, yeah. um, I, I maybe wasn't paying attention. Saw these come across. Did you guys see the Lego trash compactor and the Lego Dagobah set? They mm-hmm. just, and they're like high end, like they're yeah. over the top. Nice. Um, the I, 18 plus uh, ones. There we go. So those were nice. I, I figured, D-Doc, you'd be all over that. Um, I, yeah. And Jim, I have a feeling there's going to be quite a few Star Wars Lego opportunities to purchase at this event oh, coming up. Big time. And not only not only are you going to have Lego purchase opportunities, but there will be Lego displays uh, everywhere. There's huge Lego displays. Mm, D-Doc's thinking about coming more and more now with these announcements here. <laughs> yeah, I actually, I actually just built the. Uh, I have it sitting next to me. I built the uh, probe droid similar. Oh, nice! Oh, let's go! Nice. And this thing is incredible. And you know what's funny is people actually were critical of the reviews on this because they were like, "I think the gray is a little bit off on the color of." It. I'm like, "Are you kidding me, man? They give they give you the UCS style display on it. It looks like it's in the snow on Hoth." The mm-hmm. head turns around. It's got it, it was it was an incredible build. So I actually have a video of that that I'll be putting on our YouTube once I get to that. But I was editing yeah. it today. Do your kids just like love you? Like do they climb into that stuff and like <laughs> tear that apart or so these shelves are low enough for them to reach now. And honestly, I really can't help like I, I'm I was telling my wife the other day, I'm like, I know these are like my collection things that I even had before I had kids, but to me, if this is if them grabbing stuff off the shelf and playing with it is what gives them their love for Star Wars, I'm fine with it. That's why I'm like, how I can I it. deny them of of grabbing? I mean, I have a couple of them that they can that took a while and cost a decent amount of money. <laughs> that those ones are off limits, but yeah, I mean, David, it's like those are what are bringing him into his interest in Star Wars. And I'm not gonna stop him from it, so That's I'm awesome. fine with it now. I just keep them away from that Darth Maul over your mm-hmm. shoulder because that is creepy as hell. <laughs> no, he's not touching that. And this, this is this that's is the nightmare other one fuel right mm. here. He's not touching this Whoa. one. Here. This one like took forever to build. That that's one gorgeous. Yeah, YouTube so. YouTube li- oh, viewers, you will love the the things that D Doc's pulling up there. So, talking about things that you know, Legos being at the show, Jim. I don't know if you have much background in Star Wars Legion. But I'm just bouncing around mm-hmm. the hobbies of, of our co-hosts here. Brent is a Star Wars Legion fanatic. Like yeah. I got him into being part of the it's show. Bad. And I got we started talking about all the things we collect, all the figures and everything. And and Brent was like, I'm gonna go a different direction. I'm gonna go with the figures you can paint and play a game with. And now he It's the game. It's yeah. the game. <laughs> but so, okay. so I'll let you know at our at our booth. We've already discussed it. Brent's going to bring his whole getup. We're gonna we're gonna try to make as much room and figure it out as we can, and pull out his tabletop game of Star Wars Legion. Mm-hmm. And Brent's gonna invite anybody. So anybody's listening to the show or comes by, come by, try out Star Wars Legion because I think once you get into it, you'll get hooked on it. I cannot allow myself to get hooked because of all this stuff behind me, but I I get my release when I go over to Brent's and and check it out. It's pretty. It's awesome. So, so, so my elevator speech on this is this, when I was a kid and I kind of, I had GI Joes, but when I was a kid, we would go out in the backyard, we would set the GI Joes up and then we'd start throwing either close pins or rocks and you throw the rocks. And if the guy knocks down, the guy's dead and the, the, the Jeep blows up or whatever. And 
this game is the same concept of that, but it's people have designed it and given these characters um, attributes, and each character has a different attribute, and they're all the Star Wars characters. So Darth Maul does something different than Count Dooku. Um, mm-hmm. You have tactical droids that do something different than they have the B2 battle droids. They have clones. Uh, they just brought in the Wookiees into the Clone Wars uh, era factions. They brought in Yoda as a playable character for the clones. He's not in the. He's not an old Yoda for the uh, Rebels. He's a younger Yoda in the uh, prequel era. Um, mm-hmm. Vader. Vader does Vader things. Like <clears throat> I had Joe play and I had Nick play, and <clears throat> you have them. It's like a kid, like when Vader swings his lightsaber, all you're rolling dice to simulate it. But in your head, you're seeing that lightsaber slice through people. Like, and it's like, at one point, I think I had Joe Jedi pull so you can pull somebody in with the uh, force push. So you pull them in and then you hit them with the lightsaber. Like who doesn't want to do those types of things in their head? And then with that, there's like a chess game that goes on top of it. So you're doing all of those things with those characters with a chess-type chess objective-based game. Um, if anybody's ever played Warhammer or heard about Warhammer, this is a, a similar to Warhammer, but with Star Wars characters. It's, okay. and, they had, and they have everything. They have, like, well, not, not everything, but I started getting into it about a year and a half ago. They introduced Aiden from Battlefront 2. So Aiden Versio's in there, the Inferno Squad's in there with Del Mico and Gideon Hask. I'm like, oh, they're pulling in like, there's Rogue One, there's Krennic and Death Troopers. Um, Mm -hmm. They have the ATST. You can actually have, I don't have any, a lot of the vehicles, but you can have the ATST, the iconic ATST, speeder bikes. Um, And they keep dropping new stuff. So there's a new stuff coming out this summer um, with the Pike Syndicate. They're also going to have the Black Sun which those are like the Prince Zizor, um, the, the Black Sun's going to be playable. Maul with the Darksaber. So they're putting in Maul, who could be a commander, but he's wielding the <clears throat> Darksaber, which is different from the Maul that they already have in the game, which is using his double-bladed lightsaber. Um, yeah, I, so I could go on and on. So but no... Can- do you think he likes it? I mean, he, he, he kind of likes it. It sounds like he kind of likes it. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. I'm, I'm excited because we're all going to get to hang at the table at the booth and Brent's going to remind us all, refresh us all how to play it. And when we're, when we're having downtime, we're going to sit right there and play it at the booth. So I, I'm pumped. I think it's exciting. It, it, it's going to add something different to our booth that other people might not be doing. We'll say, come on over. And while you're hanging out here, let's check this out and see, you know, see if it uh, flicks your bick, as we say on our show here. Right? <laughs> oh my gosh. You brought that <laughs> <laughs> That's an, that is an oldie wow love that was a blast from the past Go that was D-Doc. my first episode i was ever on was it like your back <laughs> d-doc was like what the heck have i got I myself into that was you my were... guest episode oh oh god uh, sorry jim that was like that's okay that's a year ago or something i don't even remember now so <laughs> when i said it the first time on the show people were like slow down what did you just say? We want to, you didn't enunciate that I, very I, well. And so people were sending me messages going, 
what are you talking about? Because younger people are like, I don't even know what that is. So yeah, anyway. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, what, how busy are you going to be at this thing, Jim? I mean, you're, you're gonna um, be just running around like all, a with his head cut off. Pretty much uh, almost all weekend long. As soon as the con starts, our schedule starts and it's like every, you know, we're going to be doing, we're going to have shows going almost every 20 minutes. So we're going to be, you know, we will, my show is going to do the kickoff uh, Friday and Saturday, Saturday on the front, the starts on Friday and Saturday. And then from then on out, as soon as we cut off, it's, you know, we will have another show lined up and it's just one after the other, after the other, after the other. Uh, Saturday we'll have, we will have, uh, we usually uh, keep about an hour, hour and a half break in the middle of the day uh, on Saturday. So we don't, we're not too drained because uh, we also are having um, a special guest, uh, which uh, I I can't remember the name of the show. Somebody, somebody is bringing them in uh, outside, but we're going to be doing an after the con show Saturday night uh, in our in our room. Uh, so uh, we I've been uh, affectionately calling it con after dark, um, but <laughs> but uh, uh, it's going to be just kind of like a, uh, another show is going to come in and um, we're going to let them take over the stage and they're going to do like a, they're going to be there all day Saturday. And then that night they're going to kind of do a uh, all day review of everything they've consumed and I'm going to be helping them produce that. So I'm going to be going Saturday. I will be going from, t- uh, well, Saturday, technically I will be in the room probably about 8 AM prepping and getting everything ready, greeting people, making sure everybody's got everything they need. We get started at 10 and I probably won't be done until 10 that night. So. Well, I, I just downloaded the app and, and I can tell you, I know you can't see it very well on here, but just the show list alone is, is crazy. Um, I mean, it's, it's, you know, you got the panels, the photos, tournaments, artists and clubs, vendors, cosplay contest, podcast stage, maps. I guess I should probably look at the maps, see where we're going to be, boys. Um, but, I mean, I can tell you that we are, we are all super excited and, and can't wait to be there. Guys, any, anything we haven't asked Jim while we've got him here that could prep us for, uh, for this coming weekend and prep other people besides the ECPC TV 10 discount that we're going to be promoting out there and pushing out there. Anything else you guys can think of that we need to wrap our heads around? Go ahead, Nick. Only question I have left is, is so you're going to be there all weekend. You're going to be seeing everything, interacting with different mm-hmm. podcasts, watching all these different guests. Is there one guest that you're most excited for that's going to be here? Uh, I think it has to be Anthony Daniels. I mean, it just, the, the, that guy is just, he's, I mean, I don't know if you guys are aware of it. I mean, you know how old he is. He stands all day at every convention he does. The man does not sit. He stands and signs and takes pictures all day at his age. And I don't know if you've all, if you've had a uh, chance to read his book, I am C3PO. Man, I could not, I could not recommend that enough. The, it audio, is, version, it, the audio version is fantastic because he, he reads it himself. He reads it himself. Yes. And it's just so pleasant. You're sitting there listening to 3PO tell his story. I mean, it's just, it's, it's incredible uh, because I've done, I've done both. I've read the book and I did the audio version, but, uh, and I'm thinking about bringing my book with me to get him to sign it. But um, one thing I will tell your audience, anybody who is out there thinking about getting autographs, 
please get those done early in the day. If you have any inclination of getting an autograph done, get those paid for or as early as possible because typically those those sell out because we have to limit you can't the you know, we have to limit the amount of time those people we can't keep them there until like one o'clock in the morning uh so we have to limit how much time they're on you know they're in they're signing autographs so if you are thinking about getting an autograph signed get that paid for and set up early 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 you got it you got it but anthony <laughs> anthony daniels he's he's really who i'm excited for He's a, he's a guy who's been there for all of it, right? He's been there well, from the beginning he, to now. But but I'm going to say too, man, the Clone Wars fan in me, we got a Clone Wars reunion happening. And that's kind of that's I mean, that may be the nerd in me coming out, but you know, I'm I'm super excited to see that. They're going to be doing photo ops with the with the four of them. So, wow. Crazy. Brent or Doc, no. any any more questions or things that that'll get people more pumped to be at the ICCC? I like it. science. Silence is beautiful. <laughs> I mean, my mind is blown because I'm that just means... thinking about Anthony Daniels in the flesh being there, and it's just blowing my mind right now. I mean, I, I think the I think that the lineup that you guys got is absolutely insane. I mean, I think it's a Star Wars fan's dream. If you're if you are a Star Wars fan, you could meet some of the people that you could never even imagine meeting there. And I mean, Definitely. plus I know a lot of people from Twitter who are going to be going there. I know Duchess. Uh, dark saber light is going to be there as well I mm -hmm. mean, mm -hmm. just like people we've met throughout star wars fandom mm -hmm. will be mm -hmm. there on top of all these amazing celebrities that are going to be there yeah so. yeah we got uh we got Good rebel work. force radio is going to hit our stage at one o'clock on saturday afternoon yep do you know who goes on right before them Yes, I do. <laughs> Rule the galaxy. <laughs> Rule the galaxy is on right before them. Let's which go. Is, that was like, oh, that's awesome. We'll be we'll be the opening. We're the act, opening. That's act. fine. I don't care. I'll, We're not the I'll be there in the world. I'll be there in the world. Technically, te <laughs> technically, I hate I hate to break it to you like this, but technically, you guys you guys are right before lunch break. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> Wait, he, to everybody else, though, if they look at the schedule, they just see the name, and that's all they need to see. Yeah. But when we come right back, Rebel Force Ready. There we go. I'll, I'll throw that tagline out when I leave when we leave the stage. So, um, look, uh, any, any closing thoughts from anybody around the room before we break free from this craziness here? No? We're good? Um, just uh, everybody go to icnashville.com. icnashville.com. Yep. ECPCTV10 is your code 10% off. We Get will have tickets now. We will have this on audio on um, podcasts and on YouTube out tomorrow on Wednesday. So mm -hmm. Wednesday, two days before the show. And um, we'll also be, you know, show, throwing that out there on Twitter and everything like that. So we'll be ready to rock and roll that. Um, Jim, I, I can't thank you enough. You like I said, you've been very gracious to work with and deal with since since we got into this thing and I know I've mm -hmm. hit you with a bunch of questions and I just can't thank you and Michael both. I mean, glad to help, man. You guys have been great the whole way through and, and it just makes it so much easier for us being a first time group doing something like this. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it, we really appreciate it. And um, you know, we, we hope that our show, whether it's on the YouTube or on the podcast or just being there that we, we do you guys right. And we, we, you know, show up and we, 
we like, hey, these guys were a good fit for what we're doing and, and they're doing mm -hmm. it the right way. So hopefully you guys uh, see that when we're down there. And we can't wait to meet you face to face um, and, and just be a part of it all. So um, thank you for that. Thank you for everything. We'll You're very we'll, welcome. We'll promote uh, icnashville.com, the ECPC TV 10. I'm getting better at mm -hmm. that every time I say it now. Um, <laughs> so that's it. The, you know what? These guys, they've had a long night. Look at them. They're all ready to go to sleep already. They're dreaming about their time <laughs> in Nashville. Um, so I'll tell you what, I'll keep it short and sweet. Uh, remember, uh, Star Wars fans, Rule of Galaxy fans, remember to always follow us at Rule of the Galaxy SW on Twitter. Email us, Rule of the Galaxy SW at gmail.com. Follow us on YouTube and Facebook at Rule of the Galaxy. Check out our Etsy page. Type in all caps, Rule of the Galaxy, no spaces. We will have some of the Rule of the Galaxy gear down at the ICCC. To Jim, to D-Doc, to Nick, to Brent, to all of our listeners, thank you so very much. And until next week, which we're going to be doing a live show on May 4th at Comic Book University in Indianapolis. Be there, live show, Comic Book University. We'll get you more details. Until then, may the force be with you.